Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Fragile. It must be Italian. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. I didn't know you had elves working here. Hey, welcome back. This is it, the last show of 2022. It is. No singing this time. No, thank God. I tell you what, though. That song has been stuck in my head for like two weeks. It's so... I haven't like... It's a good song. I haven't, I, we, I haven't bought it or anything, and like I've... I've checked it out a couple of times just like to like listen to it, but like that has just been ingrained in my head. That is a catchy ass song. It is, and we totally ruined every part of it. Oh, I yes. Um <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing it didn't sound any better when you went back to edit the show. I sure didn't cut it though. I left it. <laughs> I regret reminding me. I regret fully, yes. <laughs> but I know what was gonna happen. One of two things. I would have like gotten home and he would have said you would have called and said, you need to come back because the show needs you to do this. I'm a liar now because of you. Sing, monkey, sing. Or it would have happened this week. So I just ripped the Band-Aid off, and we did it last week. Hey, I watched a couple of things this uh, last week, things that have already happened. They're not new. Okay. To be fair, I watched uh, two other things that we'll be getting to later. Uh, I watched, this is going back a couple of years, but whatever. It's my first time, so it's new to me. All right. I watched the extended cut of Hateful Eight that was split into like four episodes. Oh, on Netflix. Okay, it's, I've only watched the movie once before this, so like it's been long enough since I've seen it that I kind of forgot most of it. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, like if you told me like what scenes were in it before, what scenes were added, I couldn't tell you." Oh, was it enjoyable? No, it, it flowed real well, and I was very. I'm like, "Oh, this really does break up well into kind of episodic stuff." All right, like it was. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like I do love good old spaghetti western style things. Yeah, I, I haven't. I've watched the movie. I saw it when it came out. I haven't seen it since. And seeing it's been enough years, I was like, all right, this extended edition kind of rocks. I I have a question, and I know you have the answer, and I feel kind of foolish for not having the answer. Why do we call them spaghetti westerns? I have a like I have a I have a I'm gonna throw out my conjecture and then tell me if I'm right or not. Uh, I do know the answer. You can because they were really like westerns were popular in Italy. Is that why? Like you're halfway there. Okay. Well, because they were filmed in Italy. Oh, okay. Because they were filmed and produced in Italy. Okay, so it was like partially yeah, correct. Yeah, you were you were getting there, but yes, okay. that's where like like the dollars trilogy like comes from. And I mean, there were clearly more than that, but it's definitely like that's your biggie. Like, um, what what's his name? The Enrico or whatever that did like the themes to like the good, the bad, and the ugly. <sighs> Boy, I can't remember the name of the composer on that, but yeah, I mean, that's the trilogy. So like, fistful of dollars, good, bad, and the ugly, and the name of that third movie. The Quick and the Dead. No, that was a different one. That was a gunfighting movie with that guy, Gene Hackman. I think Gene Hackman was in The Quick the and the Dead. The man with no name. Like, he has a name. His name is Blondie. He has a stupid name, but he has a name. Don't tell him his name is stupid because he'll kill you dead. Well, I mean, it's just Clint Eastwood. What's he, I mean, I guess he's still directing stuff. He's still spry, so I guess I will not uh, speak ill of the angry living. <laughs> yeah, The Quick and the Dead is, yeah, Gene Hackman. That was a Sam Raimi movie. But yeah, Spaghetti Westerns because they were filmed and produced in Italy because... Uh, they were cheap. All right. There's your answer. Uh, what was the other thing I watched? Oh, um, kind of relevant to pop culture stuff. I watched the first episode of Pennyworth, retitled oh. for the third season, Pennyworth, The Origin of Batman's Butler. Best title ever. Just rolls off the tongue. Not there's a lot awkward. Of, there's a lot of tell and not show right there. Yeah. I, I, so I watched the first episode. And? Didn't love it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give it... Let's, I like the concept. It's like a period piece, and it's going to be like Alfred just doing like kind of like some spy shit. I'm like, okay, like this 
it just kind of it's kind of like Bond, except maybe there's gonna be some Batman shit in there, like some Batman villains, which sounds great. First episode didn't love it, so we'll see. I'm I'm gonna give it a couple. All right, like, th- there's three episodes, they're not long seasons. We'll see. But... It is the season of giving. Yeah. I don't know. Um, if it's not if it's not good by episode five, I'm gonna just stop. All right. <laughs> but I watched the first one. Didn't really like it. Okay. But I like the idea because it's a cool idea, like '60s spy shit, but with Batman stuff. I'm all about it. Yeah, that that sounds intriguing. Like the idea is fantastic. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, I didn't like the first episode very much. All right. Um, if you want to hear more about things I didn't like, uh, stay tuned. That should have been your punishment this week. Oh, to sit here and listen to you bitch about Avatar? No, Black Adam. Oh, you watched Black Adam? Because that dropped. Uh, yeah, that's coming up later in the show. Oh, you... uh, let me tell you. Did you subject Emily to Black Adam? Oh, yeah. So, oh, that's right. There's like, a, Is it a double movie segment with you and Emily it, later? It is. Oh. Because uh, someone bought a movie <laughs> ticket and just, then they just didn't show up. <laughs> well, it's not that I didn't just show up. I like had to eat the movie ticket because I had a leaky roof. Yeah, you, you spent the money and then just weren't there. No, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Avatar review, not featuring Jared, because he's like, I'm not going. So, like, <laughs> the best part about it is, like, if I were to ever pirate the movie, I wouldn't feel bad about it, because I already paid for it. That's true. So, there we go. The most pirated movie of 2010. Is Oh, the original Avatar? Yes. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah, we're, we're all learning things. All right, let's go from there. Let me actually, Jesus Christ, that couldn't have been more wrong. It was the wrong side and upside down. As I grab my wow, that is not that is not accurate. No, uh, not the best. All right, let's go straight from there into the final week of the news. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. Speaking of Black Adam, oh boy, just what a what a good movie. What a not weirdly edited masterpiece. See, this is where I know you're being sarcastic. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Uh, get ready for that conversation later. The only reason I was like, it's been out for a couple months now. Like, is it worth bringing up? I'm like, no. The world needs to know how much I hate this. <laughs> so get ready for that. So was I right in giving it my uh, Don't See It, Don't Care Eddie Award? It's it's the worst thing I saw this year. Wow. I, that bad. I really hated it. I like Pierce Brosnan and I like The Rock. Yes, I mean, to be fair, Pierce Brosnan has the only funny line in that movie, but we'll get there. All right, all right, all right, all right. Fine. Time codes oh down below. I re- yes, they are. The time codes are listed down below. I really hate that movie, though. Okay. Um, spoilers. <laughs> all right, so Black T- Adam news? Today, the day we're recording this, uh, Dwayne Johnson put out on social media that there will not be a Black Adam 2 anytime soon. He didn't say never, but he said, I, I met with James Gunn. A very nice meeting, but Black Adam will not be be a part of the first chapter of the new DCU. It's like thank you, everyone. Wasn't Black Adam supposed to rewrite the DCU, like change the course and like oh, all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. The the hierarchy of the DC universe is gonna change. Look, we got a Superman in their trailer. We're gonna definitely punch each other. <laughs> Except for now, that Superman's been told he's no longer Superman. No, we're not that story. Oh, yet. Sorry, <laughs> spoilers. Oh my god, it was. It's like, thank you for our vocal supporters. And to be fair, I've seen it online. There is some people seem to enjoy this movie for unknown reasons. I cannot, I guess I can describe because I'm going to do it in like okay. 20 minutes. All right. How much that movie is a piece of shit. It's that so bad? bad. It's so bad. Is it? Okay. If I had to make you choose between having to watch Black Adam again. Or, I will never do that. Or Terminator Genesis. Oh, so pretty much here's here's the deal. You have to watch one of those two movies or get tased in the nuts. Oh, I'll I'll take the mm. 
No, I wouldn't, because it'd only be two hours. Um, whichever one is shorter, <laughs> that's the one I'll take. And Black Adam was definitely cut down to two hours because there's just entire scenes missing. Wh- what? There's this. Oh my God, I feel like whatever. There's this whole thing where they're like, they're like, there's a crown, and someone's gonna take that crown and they're gonna sit on a throne. Okay. Except they never yeah. explain what that means. There's definitely usually like, if you have a crown and you're sitting on the throne, you're the king or but, queen. But there's no explanation to it. They're like, oh man, we can't let this guy sit on the throne. I'm like, why? Is it is it just symbolic? Does it do something? Like we can't ever let it happen. I'm like, little exposition, why? little exposition, please. <laughs> like, is there a reason he can't sit on it? And then he sits on it, and there's just a big sky beam. I'm like, oh, you never explained that. And then there's a sky beam. Oh. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, well, hey, if you want more hot takes like this, stay tuned. Time codes down below. I just, it's so hacked up. It's it's a never ending whatever. I'll get there. So you're telling Sorry. me you're telling me that I lucked out by not watching Black Adam. I I'm very glad we didn't pay for it. All right. Um. So yeah, Black Adam two uh, definitely not happening. Uh, because it's a piece of shit. All right, there it is. You heard it here. Probably not first, but <laughs> no. Uh, so, my God, let's just tackle all of the DC stuff. We're starting with Black Adam. Let's dive into um, Superman. Yes. Uh, let's. The end of October, Henry Cavill. He's uh-huh. like, hey, guess what, bitches? I'm back. I'm in Black Adam, and I'm going to be your future Superman again. It's it's great to be back, baby. And then... And now he's not. Yeah. <laughs> he's been totally cut with no future in the DC universe. Like record scratch. I can't believe that he, like, he hasn't been in... A movie since Justice League, so like 2017. No, and they've done Mission Impossible as Superman. Oh, okay, yes. There's a scene in the first Shazam movie where Superman shows up, like in a mid credits, post credits, whatever, somewhere in the credits. But it's not Henry Cavill, so they just show him from the neck down, which is hilarious. And then he shows up in Peacemaker, but he's totally in shadow. Oh yeah. It, yeah. So there's all the, like he sh- like Superman has shown up a couple of times, and Henry Cavill is finally back. He makes a big announcement. Fucking news is going wild. Then, like, three weeks later, he's like, never mind. <laughs> that is, when I saw that, I literally, like, um, I was upstairs, and I, I saw it, and I started, like, cackling. I'm like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's just, it's such a shit show. And to be fair, like, what's moving forward to DC could be great. But this transitional period is hilarious. Like, would you call it, like, clunky as hell? Or is it just like the, like, yeah, we realize that we have to make changes and... It's just a full, it's going to be a full, well, maybe not a full, we'll get there. It's a near full reboot. And to, at this point, I don't know why you just wouldn't say entirely, fuck it. Because every, like, Wonder Woman 3 isn't happening. No Man of Steel 2. Uh, no more Ben Affleck Batman, even though James Gunn is like, we met. And like, he, we're trying to find a thing for him to direct. That's never going to happen. Still waiting on The Flash. That's still happening for some reason. But speaking of the Flash, so Henry Cavill okay. is out. Um, he showed up in Black Adam for half a second to say like three lines. He also filmed a cameo for the Flash, which has been cut. Also, Gal Gadot filmed a cameo for the Flash that has also been cut. But between those two like brief things that Henry Cavill did, he made half a mil. So it's kind of hard to feel bad for the guy. Like, no. oh shucks, like, no. I'd like to get $500,000 for work I do that never gets published. For two days. Yeah. Essentially two days of work, he got half a mil. I'll work for a week for a half a million dollars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll work for most of my life for a half a million dollars. Well, no, over, the, over the course of your lifetime, you'll make like a million dollars. That's why I said years or whatever I said. You said most of your life. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to work for a long ass time to uh, not make that much money. I mean, you'll make a million dollars. You won't like get um, like get to keep the million dollars. No, but yeah, so he made half a mil for two days. Wow. So, you know, sucks that he's out, I guess. I like him is the thing. 
Like he just never was in a good Superman movie. It was handcuffed by poor directing, poor writing, poor. And I, I, I've said it a hundred times. I'll say it again. I think Man of Steel is a decent movie. I don't think it's a good Superman movie. I've said that many times. Yes. But yeah, he, he definitely got the shaft. Like he was definitely like the best actor to just like never get a fair shake. That's fair. Within that realm. Like there have been a couple of like different actors that have kind of been in that same. But we've said that about him from the get go. Like he has all of the components to be like a great Superman. He's got the, you know, he's got the ability to play Clark Kent, like a modern Clark Kent. He didn't have like the, you know, the Kansas. I don't think he quite had the the Clark Kentness down like as much as like Chris Reeves did. Even Brandon like, Roth a little bit. Like you can't, yeah, you can't not look at Henry Cavill and be like, that man is a beefcake. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, I don't care how much they make him much, big on the Kansas farms. I don't care how much he's like slumping his shoulders. Like that, that is a chiseled man. That is, there's a lot, there's a lot. Uh, he's mass. He's got a lot of mass. So yeah, so solid uh, mass. So speaking of more DC stuff, um, okay. Patty Jenkins has clarified uh, comments that came out last week about um, her uh, walking away from Wonder Woman. She put out a post. And she's like, look, I didn't walk away from it. It just became clear that uh, there was no way to move forward with what we were doing. So that's kind of where we're at. She's like, also, my movie Rogue Squadron that everyone thought was canceled is not canceled. Oh, okay. It's still in development. All right. I'm still doing that. Nice. Which, you know, we'll see if that ever... Well, Wonder Woman 84 was, what, two years ago now? Yeah, like Chris, a, a, Christmas, yeah, Christmas 2020? Yeah. I remember watching it here at the house. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, she's a big name director. So, like... We'll see. There's also, there's been stuff going back and forth of like how many people are going to be recast, how many people are not. James Gunn has said that not everyone is going to be recast. He seems to be relatively transparent, but you know, there's how, it's a public facing thing. So how much can you believe? How much can you not? Yeah. It's hard to tell. Jeez, I'm just going down this DC rabbit hole even further. But speaking of Superman and James Gunn. Yes. Is every story this week DC? Almost. James Gunn will... The reason that Henry Cavill is out of Superman is James Gunn will be writing a Superman movie. Uh-huh. Uh, didn't say anything about directing because, you know, he's also running a, uh, DC. So, big time job. Yes. But he is writing a Superman movie focusing on a younger Clark Kent. Not an origin story, but like Clark Kent working at the Daily Planet as a cub reporter. Ah. Uh. I would... To be honest, I'd be surprised if he didn't direct it. Because it just feels like this whole thing is such a clusterfuck. Like, and the only real news we've like we've gotten teases. He's like, look, there's an image of I'm putting up a comic image of like Kingdom Come or Lobo or something. But it feels like if you're gonna get this universe right, that starts with getting Superman right. Yeah, because he's the centerpiece. So even like with Gunn writing it, I would be surprised if he didn't direct it. Because it feels like this needs to be like if you're gonna like shake all of the Snyder verse people, which. There was, oh, he also tweeted about that this week. He's like, look, we're not going to listen to you. Like, the people that are being assholes, we're not listening to you. Yeah. the fuck out of here. He was much more polite than that. But you know what's going to happen is the people who are, like, angry about it, like, oh, I don't want you. They're still going to go watch the movie. Like, they're still going to get their money, even though they're going to go watch it, maybe, and be like, I'm going to go watch it. And then I'm going to be like, oh, that sucked. That's worse. They're taking it. Guess what? You still paid your money. You still went to see it. Yeah. But I don't know. I would be surprised if he didn't direct it because I just I feel like that's probably the first movie in the pipeline. It's also weird because he just took that job and some stuff like you'll learn things like um, it came out like last week for comparison's sake. Like mm-hmm. we talked about um, Mike Flanagan taking over the Dark Tower. That deal was made like a year ago. 
and it's he's been working on it since then. It only just got announced. Comparatively, James Gunn only recently got that job because we have literally seen like, oh, like Walter Hamada quit and they're trying to find someone else. It's been this whole like cluster. So he has not had that job for very long. But he also said that he's been writing the mo- the Superman movie for a little bit. So I don't know what that timeline is. Does a little bit mean like two weeks? Does it mean three months? I don't, I don't I have no idea. Bring back Nicolas Cage's Superman. <laughs> yes, that, that's the answer. So you can fight a spider. All right, more DC news. My God, there's so much DC news this week. This is such a, it's so weird watching this in real time. Is DC on the naughty list? <sighs> They're in a weird transition period. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Zachary Levi put out a tweet, like responding to, because everyone seems to be being recast as Shazam. He was like, we're Gucci, baby. And I was like, please don't say that. Yeah, no, no, we're not Gucci. Like, don't just say like, yeah, <laughs> still going to be Shazam. <laughs> yeah, don't say you're Gucci. I saw that dude. Uh, I, I didn't like, was it in his line or anything? Like, I, I saw him from afar at a con once. Yeah. It's a big fucking man. Well, he's, I mean, he's Shazam. <laughs> he, he's very in shape. From when I saw him, I was like, oh, he's tall and jacked. I wish I were both those things. <laughs> you're tallish. Yeah. I said both those things. <laughs> You're like, I'm kind of one of them. Yeah, I'm like like above average in one. <laughs> but so, yeah, um, he seems to be putting out that he will not be being recast, but also he has a movie coming out, so that might mean nothing. I mean, I'm shapely, but the shape is round. <laughs> who's who's going to, if you have a movie coming out that you need to promote, are you going to be like, and I'm never doing this again? Actually, I wouldn't say I'm round. I'm like, I go like hourglassish. But if the hourglass were inverted, where the middle was wider than the top and the bottom, are you a genie in a bottle? You got to rub me the right way. <laughs> God, I hated that. that... <laughs> you set that up, and I couldn't help myself. It felt gross. Or wait, do it again. No, 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 no. Just trust me on this one. Are, are you a genie in a bottle? You've never had a friend like me. <laughs> that was that was far better than the first one. Yeah. I don't, did we ever talk about on the show that like I was um, on a booze cruise with Aladdin? <laughs> Yes, we did talk about that. I don't know if it was ever on the show or not. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, the broad, no, the uh, live action Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, we, we just talked hoops for a long ass time. That dude's real into watches and Toronto Raptors. And magic carpet rides. Yes, that as well. Just thinking about that song. <laughs> I can show you the world. Not that song. Oh, oh, never had a friend like me. No, I was thinking about magic carpet ride. Oh, okay. So, oh yeah, Steppenwolf. <laughs> a very different thing, yes. Yes. So you're talking about dropping acid. Mm. Is that is that a song about acid or is that a song about getting high? I don't know. Never thought about it that much. Uh, well, I mean, it's from the seventies and it's magic. So a rumor was going around this week. My God, more DC news. Oh boy, uh, about Robert Pattinson's Batman being introduced into the DCU, and James Gunn uh, very politely turned that down. Like the guy who reported, he's like, "Look, this is, I like this guy a lot. I think he's one of the best reporters out there, but he needs to get better sources because that shit ain't happening." Well, once, once again, slightly more polite than I put it. Doesn't mean they still can't make like those type of Batman movies and just have it be like. He's also said Batman is going to be a big part of this like uh, universe moving forward. I don't want any of this means. It's <laughs> can James Gunn do us a favor and cancel the Joker musical that's trying to be made? No, keep that. <laughs> I hated that first movie, but I am all. I will watch your weird ass musical. All right. So if you had to choose between the three following lumps of coal for <laughs> Christmas, would it be the Joker, Terminator Genesis, or Black Adam? Whichever one's the shortest. It's definitely not Joker. God, that one forever. With its 17 endings. Yeah, that one had that that had more endings than the Lord of the Rings. That's what I said walking out of the theater. I know. Don't steal my joke from two years ago. 
That movie still has more endings. It's been two years and it's still ending. You were much more kind on that movie than I was. I, I was. I'm generally more kind on the movies. I did not enjoy that. No, you you didn't. I could hear you grumbling most of the time. All right. So now that Henry Cavill is out as Superman and he's out as the Witcher. Okay. He's in as Captain Warhammer. I like that name. Not, not really a thing. Oh, what? Uh, he, Henry Cavill's a big weird dork. Like He likes to build PCs and he likes to play tabletop games. And do things with his hands. Yes, those are curls. That's fair. Well, you do curls with your arms. <laughs> you hold the weights in your hands. That's fair enough. But he's a big... You don't bench press with your hands. That's your chest. You don't end the gun with your hand. Moving on. Okay, anyway. But he he's a big old dork that likes Warhammer, which I know nothing about. Not a single thing. I know there's video games. I know it's a tabletop game where you paint your little figures, and that's about all I know. All right. But he is um, going to be producing and developing and starring in a Warhammer TV series for Amazon. Is that like Dungeons and Dragons-like? or I think it's dorkier. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you like what you like, and he likes it, and um, there are always those dudes, like, whenever, like, you get, like, um, a fan base of something, it's like, this is real, like, dumb and nerdy, and then, like, these massive jack stars will come out, like, Henry Cavill will be like, I'm the biggest man in the world, and I love Warhammer, or, like, Joe Manglinello will be like, you don't like Dungeons and Dragons? Look at me, I have 18 abs, and I will crush your skull, and I love I've, Dungeons and Dragons. I've <laughs> never played Dungeons and Dragons. I've never, or whatever you would call it, Dungeons and Dragons. Do you play Dungeons and Dragons? Do you participate? Like, how does that work? I someone tried to get me involved in one of those games, not Dungeons and Dragons, but like the same idea, and I just I could not buy into. I've it. also never played Settlers of Catan. Oh, that's um, I've never tried to play that to win. I just um, I play to screw other people up. Oh, okay, because <laughs> I know like there are people who are really into it, so I know I'm not going to beat them. So I just play to um, ruin their good time. I've never, I don't, I never played it. So you want to get your longest road? Well, I'm going to fuck that up. Wow, I care about your or your sheep? Yeah, I, I don't. Someone tried to include me on a. Dungeons and Dragons-esque game once it lasted like five weeks and I just couldn't take it seriously. Like I could not get into the, I don't know, that's uh, probably a commentary on me, but I could not get into the role-playing aspect of it. Do you have to dress up to play Dungeons and Dragons? No, um, I was, my character was like a hideous one-legged dwarf with like like, horrible scars. Chaotic good, chaotic evil, uh, neutral good. I was chaotic in my own sense, but I was also like super horny and very persuasive despite um, all of like my physical like scars on my face and shit. Are you talking about your character in Dungeons and Dragons or are you talking about yourself? Yes, uh, all all of my uh, horrendous scars. You don't have Um, many scars. I I, I was just there to... So you were a horny one-legged dwarf. (laughs) uh, Who was uh, hideously scarred and I was a plumber. Hey, you know... There's a lot of adult movies that start that way. Um, and I just was trying to have sex with everything. Uh, wow. Not, not, not just everyone, but every, like, objects. Yes. <laughs> oh, you have a clog? Let me let me plunge it with my goblin hammer. All, all I remember was um, distracting, like, a town square of, like, so other people could do stuff by giving, like, a long speech about, like, how um, condoms worked. Did you have to, like, <laughs> actually, I, like... I, I got, like, roll, extra points for did that. Did you have to, like, give the condom speech? I doubt. Or just like I'm gonna roll the dice and like, oh, you've su- you rolled eight. You successfully gave a condom speech in the town square and distracted people. Yeah, I was probably closer to that. I can't imagine. I don't. I, I don't want to diminish speech. the people that do that and enjoy that, but I, I don't. I don't understand how it works. I think you just gotta buy into it, and I, I I just couldn't do it. And it didn't help that like I had a friend there who also couldn't do it, and we were basically just sitting next to each other and drinking wine and being like. <laughs> Was that the night? So, was that the one that Mike went to? No, has Mike done that? Mike Mike went to one. Yes, Mike yeah. went to a Dungeons and Dragons night. Oh, I didn't know that. 
Yes. I think I would have a hard time with the dungeon master because I would just like say, yes, master. No, don't do that. Okay. Uh, what are we talking about? Uh, more more stuff, DC news? No, we're getting away from DC. Thank God. Excellent. Donald Glover is going to be making a Spider-Man movie. You might remember him from Spider-Man Homecoming where he was playing uh, Miles Morales' uncle, the Prowler. Mm, we mm. saw him briefly. Well, no, he's not doing that. Well, the Prowler's dead. They killed him in that movie. The animated one, not the live action oh, one. okay. Yeah, that's true. He, he got webbed up to a trunk. It's true. Well, do you want to take oh, a- isn't he also- That's Childish Gambino too, right? Yes. Okay. Well, he's going to be starring in his own uh, Spider-Man spinoff movie, as so many people are. Yeah. Successfully, too. He will be playing- There's no, I'm not even going to play this game. I'm like, want to guess? Um, he's playing a 70s Spider-Man villain that has basically been forgotten that no one ever thinks about called the Hypno Hustler. He has move. He does music for crime. People say when I make music, it's crime, so. What are we doing, Sony? I don't know what Sony's doing. Why are you making all these movies? Why are you doing this? Like, I'm not going to bet against Donald Glover because I like him. Mm. But really, the Hypno Hustler. Who the fuck cares? Sony, because they're making the movie. No. I don't even think they care. I think they just spun a wheel of some kind, went that one. Kind of kind of how we chose topics for a while. I don't know. Actually, you had a whole like two years planned. I did. I, I don't have um, my living document anymore. I used to. I used to update that. Thing. Like I, I would have that the show planned you so far in advance. I don't anymore. Now I just do it week to week. And that's fine. Works for me. Hip no hustler. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the top <sighs> holiday the next next Halloween. It's gonna be the next Halloween costume, the hypno hustler. Cannot possibly fathom that. No. All right. That's it for the news. All right. All right, we're gonna move on from the news to weird movie facts. Okay. Here are some weird comic facts. Prepare accordingly. I'm going to make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's safe. Because Avatar The Way of Water came out this week, I'm going to give you an Avatar movie fact. Oh, okay. I got to pull up my phone because I was like, is this real? And then I read a quote. I'm like, it's very real. So on the filming of the first Avatar movie, if you had a cell phone that went off, James Cameron would reportedly take your phone, take a nail gun, and hammer it to a wall. Really? Yeah. And I was like, is this real? Well, I found this James Cameron quote to confirm it. I do love me some angry James Cameron. Would I nail a cell phone to the wall with a nail gun? Absolutely, if it went off in the middle of a take. But it doesn't mean I would be emotionally enraged. I would do it in a calculated theatrical way. He went on to add that. But when the story gets told, it sounds like somebody who's constantly off the deep end. That's the beauty of my reputation. I don't have to shout anymore because the word is already out. Because I'm sorry. The word is, alre- the word is out there already. I'm going to quote it. I might as well do it right Yeah, you might as well, because you know what? He's going to find your cell phone and nail it to the wall. <laughs> what the fuck? What if James Cameron just right now busted through your door and said, didn't quote me right, and it your, your phone to the wall? Would you be mad or be like, oh, hi, James? That's insane. He's like, that's not what a crazy person would do. It was very calculated. No, that's what a crazy madman does. But I like the fact that he also recognizes, like, I had my crazy moments in making other movies, and now the word is out, and people understand, don't mess with me. I was at an off-Broadway show once. And someone's phone went off in the front row. Oh. Uh, and this was for a class that I was attending. Like, you, you'd literally go to um, Broadway every weekend, every Saturday, you'd see a show, go grab dinner afterwards. It's a great class. Yeah, it was a fun class. It's Loved it. Awesome class. But we're doing this off-Broadway show. This is also, like, the actor who I'm going to mention. Um, we were doing, like, kind of like a Q&A with him afterwards mm-hmm. that was set up through our teacher. Yep. So cell phone goes off in the front row. The guy's in the middle of a monologue. There's this other uh, girl on stage who's like on her knees. I don't remember uh, the context of why that was 
that way. But the cell phone goes off. Okay. Guy stops his monologue, walks to the front of the stage, gestures. This is like 2009, so that's like, like flip phone. Yeah, like iPhone ones are out. Okay, yeah. So like gestures to the guy, give him his phone. Like doesn't say anything. Was it a razor? I don't remember. Did you ever have a razor? No, I did not. Oh. So you weren't cool like me either. Gestures to the guy. The guy hands him his cell phone. He takes it, just hucks it as hard as he can against the back wall of the stage. It shatters in a million pieces. He turns around, gives the guy the finger, and continues his monologue. And the girl, like, who's on stage, like, on her knees, like, her face is just in her hands with, like, embarrassment. That's fantastic. Was it, like, legit or do you think it was planted? No, fuck no. There was, that was 100% legit. I love it. And then, like, we're at the Q&A afterwards from, like, my class. And, like, he just comes out of the stage he's like, all right, who's got a phone? <laughs> <laughs> do you think like the do you think like the theater company finds that patron afterwards and says, uh here, here's a voucher for a new phone we're, we're sorry i have no idea what happened there like <laughs> if, it was wild like let's say that happened to you like accent like i know reality is that you would you're you're as much of a a phone in the theater even for like a movie you're very much not to say like there's an excuse but like you're very diligent you're very militant about it yeah. So let's well, just say, for instance, I'm going to play this scenario out. Let's say that you, for whatever reason, you forgot to turn it on silent or something happened in which that situation presented itself where the actor took your phone and smashed it. What would your reaction be? I think it would just be shock. Would you be like, after like, I need, an, I need a phone now. I think like afterwards I would be like, I should have punched him in the face. But like, I think in the moment it would just be so alarming that I, I think I wouldn't do anything because I would just be so surprised. It'd be funny. Like if I had been able to set up like a situation where like we had gotten you a new phone, I just took your phone right now and smashed it. And you'd be like, Oh, and I'm like, Oh, here's a new phone, by the way. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You filthy animal. That was kind of wild though. And a happy like, new year. <laughs> that dude just chucked it and it shattered, flipped the guy like, that's the most emphatic middle finger I've ever seen. <laughs> I do, and then he just continued his model. <laughs> I do appreciate rage moments like that, where it's just like it happens, and then just everything afterwards. Like people act like it didn't happen, but people are still like, "I do How not do I remember this? a single thing about that show." That's the only thing I remember. But you remember? Oh, I yes, I remember. I was in an off-Broadway show where a phone got fucking smashed. Wow! Did the actor ever do anything after that, like with his career? Or their I don't career, know. I, I don't say. remember. Oh. <laughs> Do you, remember, I don't remember, do you remember their name? No. Phone smasher. <laughs> Guy who threw a phone in an off-Broadway play. Speaking of like destroying things, you know what I want to investigate and maybe do at some point coming up sooner than later? I think it'd be fun. Maybe actually, you know, it's incorporate maybe into your birthday coming up in February. I'm aware of when my birthday is. Yeah, well, no, I'm just letting everyone uh, it's two two parts, like just informing the people so they can start planning to do their birthday shopping <laughs> for you. Uh sign up for Patreon. Yeah, there you go. See, I was gonna say just sign up for Patreon. But have you heard of Rage Rooms? Yeah, didn't um... there's one in Winslow or like the Waterville area. I wanna see if there's one in like the Portland area. Isn't there I can't rem don't I can't remember if it was um is it the Phillies that set one up like they have that in their stadium? I don't know about that. There, there's there is definitely a Philadelphia based team. I can't remember if it's hockey or football. It sounds like it'd be like more of a Flyers thing where they definitely have a room where you can smash shit. How much fun would it be to go to a rage room though? Would you enjoy something like that? I think it would get I'd I'd burn out so fast. Like, yeah, I broke two things. Boy, that took all my energy. I mean, but still, I think it would be like having gone axe throwing and done like that, like I think it would be a fun but, thing but to like, try in, next. That doesn't involve like 
exertion. I mean, you're throwing an axe. There's, there's a but little you're, bit, but you're not like it's not like you know you're not like putting all your heart and soul into it. Like you're just trying to hit a target. But how much fun would it be just like going to a room and they're like here, take all this stuff and you can like throw glass at things and I mean. I, I would enjoy trying a rage room. I'm not saying I have anger issues by any stretch of the imagination, but when we get the sports reports, Sunday was definitely one of those times where I wish I had a rage room. Well, I think uh, that's the end of that James Cameron fact. went lo- on longer for uh, that off-Broadway How do you think James to. Cameron would do in a rage room? I think James Cameron is a rage room. Okay, fair enough. All right, so we're going to move on from there to Jared's... Oh, wait, I need to come up with the transition. I think the transition exists. Uh, so from... Nailing cell phones to a wall to the Giants getting nailed. Uh, oh, the, gi- it, gi- the Giants actually won this week. The week before. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> it's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. <sighs> Well, here, this is to us for our miserable weeks as sports fans. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> we'll start with the Celtics. Sure, we can. Uh, coming off a six-game road trip, they were 4-2. and two. They have lost two at home. Afterwards, uh, some people have been in and out. Al Horford was out to celebrate the birth of a new child. So congratulations to Al. We talked about last week, like, the Lakers were going to be a get-right game for them. They lost to the Lakers. No, they actually, no, they like, needed no, they overtime lost. They need overtime to beat the Lakers. They, they did. Uh, that game was uh, fun, though. Yeah, they lost to the Magic twice. Uh, Tatum was out for a game for personal reasons. Unclear what that was. Robert Williams is back in the lineup. Like, he's mm-hmm. not starting, but he's coming off the bench, and it's awesome seeing him catch, like, he's a little lost out there still yeah. just because he's just come back. But, you know, he's catching lobs. He's doing dunks. It's it's awesome. It's He's fun to watch. So there is a definitely, um, it's an integration period, also coming off of a long road trip. But, you know, they're at home for, like, two straight weeks. So I'm really not that worried. Like, and they did drop um, to the number two seed in the East under Milwaukee. Like, not a huge deal, though. Like, I'm really, I'm not worried at all. Like, it's, you know, slumps are going to happen. And they're, like, if they're not the number one team in the NBA right now, it's like, oh, shucks, they're the number two team. Like, whatever. Worst, well, worst things have happened. I'm really not upset. You know what happens on Monday? What's Monday? The day after Christmas. No, what's happening the day after Christmas? Oh, you. You're going. No, that's New Year's. No. What's the day after Christmas? You know what You know what I always say happens after Christmas? That's when the NBA season starts. Oh, my God. I can't wait for the Christmas Day game. That's gonna. That, that's against the Bucks. Yes. I, I can. I'm so. So, yeah, Christmas. Just, yeah. I'm the NBA so season really starts after Christmas. I'm so stoked for the Bucks game on Christmas. That's going to be so fun. It is. But, I can't wait to take a nap on your couch under a weighted blanket while you watch that game. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm not worried at all. Like it's. Can we talk about the big sports ball day we're gonna have watching sports on Christmas? Yeah, and uh, having festive cheer. Uh, I think you kind of summed it up. Uh, should I bring the air fryer over and we'll make uh, boneless wings again? No, we have an air fryer upstairs. Oh, that's right. So I don't need to bring my air fryer, but we can still make boneless wings. We'll figure that. We don't have to worry about that right now. What we need to worry about is the goddamn New England Patriots. Mm. So, <laughs> uh, how are those playoff chances coming? Slim to none. <laughs> and oh God, Slim is grabbing his hat and heading for the door, baby. What a defeated attitude you have. No, I believe in this team. I think that this was the... You shouldn't... You know what I'm not? <laughs> you know what I'm not? I'm not a Fairweather fan. I will say this, though. I did leave my Patriots tickets on the dash of my car the other day. Somebody punched my window out, and they left two more. I thought this was a real story for a no, God, No, <laughs> tickets are digital now, man, for the game. They're... They're they're somewhere in the cloud. Like I could not probably sell the tickets right now. 
Well, I mean, I'm worried about that. Like, I know it's like I bought my Celtics tickets the day they came out. Yes. And because, you know, I wasn't there in the first 45 minutes, third party companies bought everything up. Mm -hmm. So I'm still like I technically bought them through StubHub, but I haven't officially got them yet. Uh, I got mine through Ticketmaster. (laughs) You're better off going through Ticketmaster than StubHub. Usually there was they all got bought up immediately. Wow. You like there's got to be like seats available on. So with like. Yeah, if I want to hey, go see like the hey, Pistons on a Thursday, I bet I could buy those. Hey, but. Ticketmaster people, this is a plug for you. They do the verified resale, so people who are like season ticket holders that don't go or can't go to every game, you can usually buy their tickets through like Ticketmaster. It's more of a verified resale. So when we got our tickets for the Patriots game, they're verified resale, and we're getting them for like less than face value nice. through Ticketmaster. So fifty yard line, but we're in the upper upper deck, but. Who cares? Anyway, I do care because the Patriots threw the best like efforts of the Las Vegas Raiders to give the game away. They were trying, they were begging the Patriots to win that football game, yet the Patriots couldn't even do that. Some controversy in the game, though, um, as uh, the Raiders had a touchdown that it looked very, it was pretty definitive. I thought from the angles that we were provided that the uh, that Cole was out of bounds on that touchdown that tied the game. But then, you know, Ramonde Ramonde, Ramonde Stevenson and Jacoby Myers lost their goddamn minds on a draw play on the last play of regulation. Thought they could lateral the ball around, and then uh, Myers threw the ball back across the middle of the field, which you should never throw from sideline back across the middle. Nothing good ever happens there. Picked off by one-time Patriot Chandler Jones. Took me a second who then immediately stiff-armed Mac Jones down to the seventh layer of hell, which he's been living in all season long, and dropped his way to the end zone for a Raiders win, and the Patriots' playoff chances are on life support. Some good news, though, Patriots fans. If they do win out, they don't need help to get in. They would be in the playoffs. If they win two out of three, they're going to need some help. But it starts with the Cincinnati Bengals coming up on Christmas Eve at Gillette's. Well, we'll see uh, how your game Who? Who are you seeing? The Dolphins. If nothing else, we get to see Tua Tagovailoa, who's pretty spectacular. And But, uh, yeah, lots of grumblings, lots of anger, lots of frustration. Um, I mean, that's why we picked the game that we're going to go see. We're going to go see Celtics play the Grizzlies because I just want to see John Morant do cool shit. There you go. Yeah, so it was the most perplexing. And, I mean, they were – they had the game for all intents and purposes, despite in spite of how bad they were playing offensively. Defensively, they were balling out. They were going to be eight and six. Now they're seven and seven, and need to beat at least the Bengals and the Dolphins, nice and maybe average. the Bills. Here's my one thing: I I think in the back of my head, I think that the Patriots might win out, and here's why: I think they're going to find a way Blind to beat the optimism. Yes, and why not? They beat the Bengals, which I think is doable. I mean, remember the, the god-awful Tampa Bay Buccaneers were up big on the Bengals at the half, and then Tom Brady and the Buccaneers remembered that they suck bad this year. And Tom Brady's like, I left my hot supermodel wife to come back to football and play for this team. Who's Wait, did he leave her or she leave him? I feel like it was the other way around. Well, and when he chose to go back to football, he was really leaving her. But still, they're two games below five hundred and still leading their division. That division is one of the worst divisions in football. That's wild. Yes, it is. So, yeah, they're still going to probably be possibly a, f- a playoff team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But here's my philosophy. Here's my theory. I think the Patriots, something that, that may be the, the rock bottom moment where one of two things is going to happen. They're going to get blown out wildly by the Bengals, 
or they beat the Bengals. Because where else do they have to go for? They have two places. They, so one of the two options, they win or they lose. Yes, it's very theory? binary. Yes. Or, okay, well, great. or they, maybe they tie. Maybe it's so bad that they tie because that's a thing <laughs> in the NFL. So possibly win. And then they beat the Dolphins and the Bills, who are probably going to be the one seed, if they get that locked up, maybe they rest their starters. Maybe they're like, you know what? It's kind of whatever. We don't need to risk Josh Allen. We don't need to risk Stephon Diggs. We've already had a lot of injuries. Let's give our guys a couple of weeks of rest, and then we'll see where the chips fall. And then the Patriots end up having to go to like Kansas City. That is some blind optimism you have. Also, the World That's Cup happens. Oh, I have. Oh, yeah, Argentina. Congratulations, Argentina. Lionel Messi. It was a great. I don't ever watch a lot of soccer. That was a very entertaining soccer I'm, match. I'm told that if I ever watch. Like if that's the only match I've ever really watched, don't even bother trying to watch another match because it was like one of the greatest soccer matches in the history of the game. Yeah, the only soccer I ever watch is uh, the World Cup. Yeah, so like um, women's World Cup is coming up in seven months. I'll I'll be watching that, but I in Australia, I'm not watching anything before, not watching anything after. I will say this: I fully intend on probably investing in some World Cup tickets when they comes to the United States in four years because games will be played at Gillette. That would be kind of fun to go to a World Cup game. We we floated the idea. This it's not a definite or anything. Uh, we've talked about to go to the women's World Cup in Australia. No, we okay. talked about uh, going to the Olympics in like two years when it's in France. Oh, because my wife has big old French connections. Yeah, speaking of France, they're the team that lost. Oh yeah, I, I, I didn't see sorry. That. Uh, but Mbappe, <laughs> Mbappe did get a hat trick. It was also one of the coolest. Bon anniversaire. Mbappe. No can, you're not on mic. No one can hear you. Emily's in the background wishing Mbappe a happy birthday, which is probably like a mediocre birthday at best after losing the World Cup. Yeah. Did you see the Argentinian goalie who won the Golden Glove Award, what he did with that? No. He took the Golden Glove, which is a big gold hand. I mean, it makes sense. It's a Golden Glove. Put it yeah. on his midsection and treated it like he had a giant raging fist boner. <laughs> Great. In front of some... Qatari is it was that how you would call like somebody from Qatar they're Qatari? I don't know. Qatarian. In front of the Qatar, the dignitaries and leaders like the is it a king maybe that Qatar has? Now I sound really ignorant and I don't like that, but <laughs> the leadership of Qatar, uh, in front of him and this I'll find the picture and show it to you after the show. He's just standing there like, hmm, okay, don't understand, but there it is. So congratulations to Argentina. They prevent France from winning back-to-back World Cups. Mbappe, only like the second or third hat trick in a World Cup final ever. So you've got that. And uh, yeah, that's a, the Bruins are a wagon. They are absolutely just rolling. So good for the Bruins. Yippee, Skippy. Yep, there you go. All right, uh, we're going to move on from there to a segment Jared isn't a part of, talking Avatar and Black Adam and maybe a new podcast. Transition time. Hello, everyone. Yes, uh, Jared isn't here now. It's me. But he'll be back. It's a me, Emily. No, I'm Emily. I was doing a Hi. Mario thing. It's me. I, I was doing. I'm the problem. It's me. Mm. I, I was doing a better Mario than Chris Pratt. It's it, hey, it's a me. I'm an Italian. Hey, you know what? At least I am an Italian. Well, I was just singing Taylor Swift. So what's Chris Pratt on me? You don't got an Italian on me. I'm a dual citizen. Why am I here? Why aren't you here? Because <laughs> I watched Avatar. Yeah, because Jared didn't. The way of water. Mm, yep. Uh, Jared was dealing with the leaky roof, so he couldn't get wet. So here you are. Ironic that he had a leaky roof during the way of water. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this movie. We got two movies to talk about. We're going to talk about the way of water. They're going to talk about Black Adam. Um, I've already disparaged this, that movie, pretty significantly. Told you it was a massive piece of shit. But before we get to a um, hilarious 
awful movie. Let's talk about Avatar. The Way of Water. Yes, let's start with spoilers. Or let's start with non-spoilers, I suppose. Then we can get into them, maybe. Because uh, it doesn't really matter. Because, hey, did you see the first Avatar? Did you see 2009's Avatar? Did you see I did. Like, weird space cats? Yeah, it's the same movie. I rewatched it this week because over it had two- been a million years and I hadn't seen it. Well, we watched it over two nights because it was a long because ass movie. Because it's too long for me in it's- one night. Well, we watched. Av- I can't be expected to stay awake that long. We watched Avatar two in one sitting, and James Cameron was. But like, we started hey, at three thirty in the like, afternoon. Do, do you need to pee? If you have to pee, then you could just come back later and catch the scenes that you missed the first time you peed. And guess what, James Cameron? I didn't have to pee, so I'm not paying for this twice. Just paying for it once. Great. Welcome to um our third conversation about this movie. Yes. Because we talked about it on the way home. Uh, we recorded something last night. I didn't like it, so we're just doing it a third time third time's charm friends all right what do we got to talk about oh same movie yeah it's the same goddamn movie but it is a beautiful movie similar to the first movie in that it is a beautiful movie this is equally perhaps more so visually stunning highly recommend Mm. it for that how can i open these beers the dog's stomach is making weird noises behind me uh, jared left these beers after he left the house and now i have these ones that are not twist offs can I open these? Don't break the dog's collar. Oh, I'm sorry. His collar that like we haven't updated the town that he's still alive in two years. The registration. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can open these. Can I? No, I cannot. Okay. Well, I could, but I would if I did, it would uh, damage this uh, fine wood chest we have in front of us. Perfect. All right. What else happened? Um, it's the same goddamn movie. There we go. That's not exactly true, but. It's similar to the first movie. There are not a lot of story surprises along the way. No, I was whispering to you things like, what do you think is going to happen here? Which is not a huge difference from a standard movie that we watch. You've done that on many movies. To be fair, like most most notably, (laughs) most movies are uh, predictable. Logan, when you told me walking into the theater that a character was going to die at the act two break. You told me specifically which character it was, and then we got to a scene, and you said, this is going to be the scene. Neither of us had watched this movie. And you said, you have a five-minute warning for this character to die. It was Xavier. Why do we need to be coy? This movie came out years ago. And then he actually died within those five minutes. And then he came back in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Sure was good that he survived that movie. Yeah. No, he didn't. He got his neck snapped. But anyway, so yes, it it did not have a lot of surprising story beats. um, sweet ass tiktok right now where he's just reading a christmas carol i didn't know that you knew what tiktok was i don't know i'm not following him on tiktok because i'm not gonna ever get a fucking tiktok but so do you just watch no no he repo- people's instagram stories of tiktok no he reposts his tiktoks on his instagram so, yes, which i still so, have yes, exactly what i said <laughs> no goddamn way you went no he was on instagram i'm not getting tiktok i'm because I'm, you're I'm, 87. I, I've, I've said this before. Like, you know, if uh, Twitter crashes and burns, I'm not getting a new social media. Like, if this is the end of social media for me, great. I'm not doing another one. Okay. Back to Avatar. We've talked about it for like four seconds. Because mm-hmm. um, we've talked about it three times. Is this a spoiler or a non-spoiler to talk about the extra children? I think we can talk about the extra children. We can talk about the big space cock that comes down. Okay. No, I was hoping no, you'd forget no, about it this time. No, because my this note says space cock. <laughs> my, <laughs> I hoped. Space cock. Can you actually um, read that? Yes, it says space cock. Can you not read space cock? Look at that. Read space cock. I actually thought that said lock. I'm not joking. S- space lock. <laughs> it does look like an L. It looks more like an L than a C. So, so we got this whole thing of like, oh my God, the sky people are coming back. 
how are they going to do that? Oh, they're going to do it with a massive phallic spaceship that's just like long and hard and metallic and has literally two gigantic balls at the end of it. Well, they do. They come back with their their big old space cock. For what it's worth, I neither recognize that as imagery nor am I entirely convinced that it is. It is. It it happens. It's a big long phallus with two big metal balls, and then later on the wet space cats tap into an underwater labia no i hate this okay so moving on to the extra children there's the dreads this is in the first five minutes so it doesn't feel like a big spoiler uh we introduce the new sully family uh we introduce that that jake and natiri have a son and then they yes and then they adopt a daughter who was born of Grace's avatar. It turns out her avatar was pregnant in this. Or was she? Uh, like, no, she's just space. Okay, she's, we're not she's there water yet. space Jesus. We're not there yet. Yes, we are. She's water space Jesus. Like, not Grace. You think the daughter is? Yes, she's just an. She's an immaculate conception, and they're like, oh my god, where's who's the father? We'll never know. No, she's just water space Jesus, wet water space cat Jesus. Okay, so. And she's like, where do I come from? I'm having trouble water maintaining Jesus. my train of thought because somebody keeps interrupting me. By wet water space, Jesus. So. Although I love Sigourney that... Weaver in this movie. To be clear, like Sigourney Weaver. I'm sorry. <laughs> <I just laughs> you won't let me get an actual thought out. This is like our fourth time talking about this. Sigourney <sighs> Weaver is the, I think she is the best part of this movie. I think she gives a phenomenal performance. She's she's so good as Kiri. Like she playing like a 14 year old versus like the 70 plus year old Sigourney Weaver. Like she's incredible. She is just the is best. How Sigourney Weaver? Uh, over 70. Do you know that for real? Yes. I, I couldn't tell you between 70 and 80. She is somewhere in the 70s. Okay. She's incredible, though. She is the best part of this movie. I And I mean, I've loved Sigourney Weaver for basically my entire life because she's just incredible. I, I She's fucking awesome. And she kills this role. Yes. Like, it, it's kind of wild, like, seeing her. I mean, we don't really, because, you know, there's all, like, the mocap shit. So, like, you can't say, like, I don't know. It, it's a hard line to draw because, I mean, I think that's also why, like, you know, like, Academy Awards don't include, like, performances like this because it's hard to define like where things start and where things end but i mean she's incredible it's it's an awesome performance she does so well yes so back to the extra children oh, so yeah. disposable uh, no that's not what it's going with so jake and ajiri have a son and then they couple of them adopt kiri who is the daughter that was born of grace's avatar they didn't realize that her avatar was pregnant wet jesus and then there's spider. Kiri is born. We don't know why Grace's avatar was pregnant. I'm kind of wondering why they kept her avatar. I guess the avatar was still alive, clearly, because then it grew a child. And then at the beginning of the movie, we're like, the the kids are asking, who's your father? Who's your father? And she goes, I don't know who my father was, blah, blah, blah. And they have this whole discussion about it. So there's extra child number one, so who that- just kind of came out of nowhere and gets shoehorned into this family and then so it's kind of like in kindergarten cop who uh james cameron favorite arnold schwarzenegger was in where he's like who is your daddy and what does he do i've never seen that movie yeah well there you go well there you go and then we do the whole same thing again there's another extra child running around but this one's a human child named spider 
And Miles. it gets explained away very quickly that he was too young to go in cryo to get sent back to planet Earth when they got rid of all of the other humans. Yes, the evil Quaritch had a secret child that we never knew about in the first movie, but, you know, that's a kind of a, I don't know, it's a very stupid conceit of this movie. It's like, oh, there's a there's a child you never knew. And He's maybe, just there. And maybe, I don't know, we still don't even know who his mother is. And I guess I could handle having one child of mysterious origin, but we have two children of mysterious origin. Well, especially because he's a white boy with dreads. That hang around this family. And I just, I I know you have to suspend disbelief. It's literally a sci-fi movie with incredible things that happen in incredible places and blah, blah, blah. But for some reason, it's the two extra children that I have a hard time with. And it feels very much like every TV show that introduced an extra child in season four, five, something like that. It happened in Gilmore Girls. It happened in Angel. It happened in Buffy. How dare you? When you said seasons four and five, I'm like, hmm. In Gilmore Girls, I think it's season five. End of season five. So also or season six. I don't remember. This is also one of the weird things like Grace... Grace's uh, avatar does give um, an immaculate conception. Like, it's just, it's water cat Jesus. But I was very taken aback that um, (laughs) they decided to show her nipples. Which, like, yeah, it would make sense, like, to not dress this avatar that's, like, in a weird, like... Cryo... Tube or whatever the fuck. Chamber thing. It's not a cryo chamber. It's like a... you had to make an active choice to be like, look at her blue nipples. Look at those. What kind of chamber would you call that? Look at her nips. It's so weird. It's such a weird choice. Like you could have obscured, like obscured them or done whatever the- you were gonna do, but there's just straight up bloobs in this. I mean, you could have done. <laughs> no one saw that head shake that you did. You could have done like in the original Avatar, where when they're introducing all of the Avatar bodies, and they just casually have the scientists placed very specifically around these chambers, so you only see the I heads know. and legs of these. I know. Creatures. I mean. Oh, one note villains. Um, yeah, it doesn't count as a spoiler because it was in the trailer. Uh, Quaritch is back because we've learned how to pronounce his name this time. Yes. Didn't care He's the back. first time around. Um, He's like, I, I had a baby of my own. and There's it- another villain, but I guess I'm not going to talk about that until the... Or there's like a secondary villain. There was, there was that another I'm, villain? Where? That I'm not going to talk about until we get into spoilers. But I will agree with the one note villain thing. It... It again kind of goes with the there's no story surprises here. And that's fine. I, I'm not watching this. It's also very movie frustrating. So, for big story surprises. So, the way that Quaritch, again, we've learned his name in this movie, how he comes back, like, oh, hey, they there was a digital backup of his brain. And they, when he died, they inserted it into an avatar. Yes. Except- and they make his little video. And it is a, this is all within the first like 10 minutes. So, I don't feel that weird about saying all it was in the trailer it doesn't count as a spoiler but his little video that he that he does for himself is just hilarious if you're watching this it means i've died i was gonna do an actual impression and you just cut me off oh sorry do you want to try it if you're watching this that means that i died because of a space cat maybe we're gonna see their nipples and we won't see their dicks but hey i my scar my scars are less pronounced in this for some reason but when you see my actual skull they'll be very pronounced Yes, agree with both of those things. So, moving on to other non Who are the other villains of this in your mind? Um, let's see, I, I don't... His return is kind of, I don't know, cheap. Uh, weird dreads, we talked about that. Oh, murder wells, we haven't. Child dialogue. So, Jake and Nateri have 
a number of children. One of them's a white kid with dreads. If we're counting him, there's five kids. There's five kids hanging around. There's four that are part of the Sully family. I like the child dialogue. I think they come off very realistically as kids. Like yes. they they're just they're petty and shitty and like protective and there's just like all all basically there's a bunch of kids like kind of like you know under uh not just like the Sully kids but like there's other teenagers and yeah, another like, tribe that they meet. Let, let's say like under 16 year olds and there's a bunch of them and they all just come off as um shitty people. That's <laughs> as, not true. No, I mean kids kids suck. Kids are the worst people in the world. No, they kids, aren't. No, they yes, kids are the worst. Like kids are like just Who the, spends more time with kids, me or you? Uh kids are the meanest, shittiest people in the world and this movie does a good job of portraying how mean and shitty kids are. No. I do think it does a good job of portraying the kids, but not because of that. I think that I think their dialogue it feels very realistic. I think the choices they make feel feel very realistic. I mean, there's if you, some If you have a kid under 15, they're the worst. Uh, they're the worst. No. There's um some choices right. they make that under are really 18. heroic and there's some choices that they make that are don't show a lot of foresight of consequences and I I think that all of those feel very realistic and I like that the kids have agency in this they don't just constantly screw up and the adults need to fix it and they at the other hand they aren't they aren't turning around and completely saving the day while the adults are bumbling around incompetently well, so I mean, it's the kids, it's a good combo I mean Jake and Atiri also have enough kids where I was leaning over to you I'm like which one's gonna die they have too many kids to not be disposable <laughs> So we're going to continue this conversation in the spoiler section, but for now, uh, what, is there anything else you wanted to add in the non-spoilers? Um, I, okay, I have my kids suck, because you know you can see that right there. Kids suck. You see that? You see my note? I thought that said sick. Kids sick. <laughs> uh, some had to die. Obvious story points where I just kept on leaning over to you. Water Jesus. Oh, did you enjoy the cast of 2010 coming back at you? The uh, people who haven't really had significant movie roles since then like look there's norm and there's that other guy i really did enjoy the consistency of characters it i will be honest the courage thing coming back felt a little forced but do you remember watching that other guy in inception in 2010 my god he's been in so many things since then and for how much you love sigourney weaver it it also felt like the slightest bit forced to get her back into the movie how dare you I she did a fabulous job, but the conceit was a little odd. But I did appreciate the continuity of characters that we Save weren't. Save the whales. We weren't um, just ah. trying. We weren't just trying to brush over somebody's absence. That we really did actually bring back the original characters, which I found. We also very brought satisfying. back a couple of children that no one knew of before. That's true. Yep. So take all right, that with it l- all. L- let's move into spoilers because let's just do that. Wait. All so right. let's do your review. Don't you and Jared normally do a review? See it in theaters, red box it, I watch am, it. Yes, never. I, I don't know. Since Avatar came out, um, I have rewatched this movie a number of times, and I would not call myself a defender of it. Although I enjoy it, you know, quite a bit. But it's one of those movies where I get stuck being. It almost kind of like feels like how I like react. To like, um, although I like this more, like uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong. I'm like. This movie fucking rocks, and like people are like, it's too long and it's shitty, and they fucking ice skate together, blah blah blah. Like, no, this this movie rules. So I I almost feel like I end up being like a weird defender of it when I don't really intend it to be that way. Like, yeah, this movie rocks. Like, it's good. Like, the first Avatar is a good movie. 
I feel like people get caught up in like, it was so popular and I have such a contrarian opinion because, you know, I'm so different and I have like hot takes about like Pocahontas and Ferngully and blah, blah, blah. Like, fuck you. Like, it's a good movie. And the sequel is a good movie, too. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Watch the shit in theaters. Let's Five more avatars. Five more avatars. I also enjoyed it. I thought it was a solid sequel to the first one. I did not notice a drop in quality in any sense of that word. I thought that they were very much equals to each other. And I thought that was a positive thing. Yeah. Watch, watch the shit out of this. Like, and you know what? There, kids. It's totally fine that it does not have an earth shattering story. I still enjoy the story a lot. Well, and it's one of those things like. It's a satisfying story. So it doesn't bother me that it's not new. With a movie like this, like, and there are ones that like, you can take your leave. Like, there's so much of like, everything is a reboot, a remake, a sequel, like, whatever the fuck. Like, at least this is. And you could, like, I I know that, um, you know, people uh, with their, fuck it, let's just call it what it is, with their dumbass hot takes are going to be like, it's just like another, ooh, you're in an environmental movie, like Fern Gully, Save the Wheels, blah, 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 like, fuck off. This is at least something different. Like, for as much as I love comic book movies and all that shit, like. Do you? Yes, thank you. Um, At least this is something that's, like, making its own stamp of the world. And, like, there's other stuff like that, like. I remember you saying that about Pacific Rim. You were like, at least it was its own original idea that didn't come from a source material already. To be fair, I never watched the second one. I got to revisit that. I'm I'm kind of on a a Guillermo del Toro kick right now, so that's fine. I want to watch Pinocchio. I just watched the mini trailer for it on Netflix. I want to watch that so bad. We're going to watch that um, probably after Christmas because I want you to watch Christmas movies. Thank you, because I have like five days left. Yeah, and then after that, it's like, I got a list. (laughs) Okay. I got some shit I got. I like... I've started, uh, there's a, in my notes app, I've just started like listing movies. I'm like, look, these are some of the biggies that I've just straight up missed. So, so we both agree. See it in theaters. It is time for spoilers. Right, so turn it off if you haven't seen <clears throat> the movie yet. Uh, weird and dreads. do go see it. I like the murder whale. Okay. So the whale situation. Save the whales. The whale situation I enjoyed. And also it was one of the parts that I had the hardest time with it. It is... And it ties into the whole villain thing for me. The other villain I was going to talk about was the whale ship captain. Oh, yeah. The, the weird Australian. And, and he's he's definitely like a henchman. He's not the real villain. But the the single-minded one-noteness of him and of his whole venture really I, I found difficult to deal with. I did hate how much this movie was just the exact same movie. Like, last time they were like, look at this rock. This is unobtainium. And this time they're like, look at this whale brain. This is the most, like... Wasteful <laughs> way that we could possibly we, do this. It is brutal and terrible. We, and We can't we can't possibly imagine a world where uh, we ever get another resource from this planet that's so expendable. Like, no, it's all about whale brains that will make humans never age, which where I think is Jake Sully is going. Jake Sully is going to come back as a human. That's your hot take? Yeah, um... Take take that to the bank. Yeah, he's coming back, baby. He's going to come back as um a, a shitty asshole. Okay, but Jake Sully didn't actually die, so no, he, somehow he, you think his human body... Because bringing yeah. up Grace's avatar body in her little chamber thing means brought up the idea of what happened to Jake's human body, and maybe they also kept that alive. So I can see where you're going he's, with this. He's coming back, baby. He's just going to eat some whale brain. And he's going to be like mean and shitty. He's going to be like... Hey, I, I didn't ever want to be an avatar, and I didn't want to be uh, Taruk Mukto. So, 
My, oh, I just pulled that out of my ass. You're giving me nothing for that. I'm proud of you for that. But that I made up that I remembered a fictional language. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, but I I just had a hard time with the whole whale situation, mostly ah. because. I'm a murder whale. No, not that part. Uh, mostly because it was just the subtitles? so. No, I didn't mind that either. Mostly because it was just so incredibly brutal and singular-minded and wasteful. And I understand that that was the point. It was supposed to make you horrified. But I wanted a little more nuance to it, I guess. I wanted there to be some reason. We talked about on the way home that I even Thanos, um, with his twisted logic, has a reason behind why he's snapping and destroying half of the population. Just snapping all over the place. But you know Josh what I mean. Josh Brolin, baby, he's snapping. Because he, there's too many people, too many creatures to support. And so his solution is to kill off half the population. And it's twisted and terrible, but it's logic behind it. Whereas this is just, it comes down to money and we want, and, and I get that. I get that that's a real we, life we, we villain a, thing. We want a vial of just, whale brains. I, but even no attempt to to even use any other part of the whale, no attempt to do anything else to make it better. They were just like, no, we're going to brutally murder this whale and her calf. And and I I get it, but it just felt too But then he lost an arm. No, no, that's a different whale that lost an arm. I meant the baby whale. No, no, whale. no, no, I meant the guy. The guy lost an arm. Oh, I think, you're, I think you closed your eyes for that. I know, I took off my glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which... You, effectively solve the problem yeah that motherfucker lost an arm like that shit got cut right off well good for him i wasn't watching that um so there is a sequence in this movie that drove me up a wall because this movie is very like it's it's the same movie that you saw before and the thing that drove me crazy about this is um in the first movie like jake gets on a banshee and he does the whole thing of like you need to fly with it and blah 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 like before he gets the You big... need to bond with your dragon. How to train your dragon. Before he gets a big red bird. Um before you get a bigger dragon. Yeah. But we saw that scene in the last movie, and there there are so many scenes in this movie that are callbacks. And in this movie, we see um one of his dumbass kids, maybe the one that dies, maybe the one that doesn't, I don't remember. How but, to train your dolphin. My god, they are just interchangeable. Like he has so many extra kids. I'm like, one of them's gonna die. No one of them died. So shocker. But um, they have a scene where uh, one of his dumbass kids can't control um, this underwater fish dinosaur Dolphin. that flies. And then immediately after that, literally the next scene, has Jake going on one of these... A bigger dolphin. <laughs> yeah, just a, just a bigger fish. And it's the exact same scene. So not only is the exact same scene played out two scenes in a row, it's a recreation of a scene from the previous movie and then they do that same scene with Quaritch later like they do the same fucking scene four times and I'm like holy shit like that's just that's wild how are you doing the same scene four fucking times that is like for like this movie's like 310 like that that's a lot of fucking movie but I sure as shit didn't need to see the same scene four times that's wild yeah nope I agree I loved the new world that we go to though it was I, I do i so beautiful yeah that i mean that's where i enjoy the movie the most is like they're like this is the way of water it never ends and blah 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 like we don't really learn a lot about the way of water because it kind of goes away in like 15 minutes but i really enjoyed like learning about that stuff like i would have watched a whole movie where we just hung out with this new tribe i loved 
that they adapted the creatures, the the creature design, so that the tribe that lives in the water, that their skin tone matches better with the water, what? so that it they camouflage better. I like that they had adapted fins on their arms, and yeah, it just, like everything how, about like, it was. I like those shitty teens. Like, if you call those fucking tails, like they had tails. Yes, the kids were also. I mean, making fun of the other kids and douchebags. They, whatever they, they were douchebags. But I that was all really cool. I liked how they adapted the living conditions, so you could see how they lived in kind of similar treehouse vibey things. But this time, it was like a sand treehouse on the water. It was very like, cool. It was the world building is extraordinary. That's what I like about the first movie. That's what I like about this movie. Like I like. I, I don't agree with the criticism of, um, oh, this movie is just this movie, and it's this movie. Like, I mean, if you've not, now I'm just sounding like shitty and pedantic, but there's basically this whole thing of like, there are seven stories. The seven stories just get retold in different ways. Like, that's all there is in this world. So, like, I've never really agreed with like the um, criticism of being like, oh, it's just Fern Gully, it's Pocahontas, it's whatever the fuck. Like, that's literally every movie. There are seven stories, they've all been retold. This is basic story criticism, but it's just a bunch of morons on the internet regurgitating shit that they heard from someone else. And to be fair, it's a very well done version of this story. It is clear. It, this is not a movie, and neither was the first Avatar. I'm never watching this movie going, what's happening? I'm confused about people's motivations. I'm confused about what's happening. I I can fall into that world and get lost in that world because I'm not for the most part, being pulled out due to confusion or issues with clarity or motivation or whatever. So I, I enjoy all of those things. Yeah, I feel like I end up coming is like coming down as like a great defender of Avatar. And not that it's like my favorite thing in the world, but it's fucking solid. And so is this. This is good. Yes. I Hello, buddy. There's there's a um a collapsed dog next to us who is I think this movie does a pretty good down. job of balancing the kids and the adults, although it definitely leans more into the kids than the adults, understandably, because I isn't that where I the that other works. sequels are going? I mean, like we talked about like we were literally talking about this during the movie, like which of the boys is gonna die? Like we knew it was a coin toss. And to be fair, I, I regret uh, my initial prediction because it makes a lot of sense that the other one died. <laughs> Yeah, but I I like that. The only thing that I really struggled with with that aspect, Kate Winslet's character doesn't get a lot to do, I don't think. And I I kept waiting for her pregnancy to turn into a story beat, and yeah. it did not. It just she was just pregnant all the way through. And I mean, this is the thing. Like James Cameron that's fine. is I don't know. Like truly, if you were going to like lay out like who are like i don't know the top five like greatest filmmakers of all time james cameron would be on that short list he'd probably be like in the top three like that dude does not fail when it comes to movies like his shit is successful and i enjoy most of it yes titanic i enjoy the first <laughs> two-thirds of I, it I, I don't like titanic but that that's just a personal thing. and i just don't like watching people all die at the end so i cut it off at two hours and i have a perfectly lovely romantic movie to be fair that's when i enjoy the movies when they're all dying <laughs> great so we can watch it in shifts <laughs> perfect but i mean he's he's good at what he does like don't bet against this guy like he's made like the most successful movies of all time and i know that like this movie has to make like a billion dollars to break even it probably will like i know it's opening weekend didn't do great but the first weekend for the first half of it didn't agree either it just it built 
and it went through word of mouth and it's probably gonna be fine yeah because he takes the classics and he does them well and he does them solidly and that's cool also just as i previously mentioned a dude who will um nail gun your cell phone to a wall like yeah that was a weird story i heard this weekend he can as as a man who enjoys um making a statement i i enjoy uh, (laughs) i do like an elegant but uh i enjoy a good emphatic fuck like that dude can say fuck like no one's business like he's he's a masterful fucker okay uh a few nitpicky things on my end to wrap up about this the wet dogs didn't look good they looked worse what those weird wet dogs they were only like in two shots i'm like "Eh, they didn't look as as convincing as last time oh okay i don't know what you're talking about but that's okay the wet dogs they're like they were like when they were still in the forest before they're like we're we're water people now Oh, vaguely. Yeah. No, what I was going to say is uh, this. My one issue with the script, they brought up some things that felt very foreshadowy and then didn't do anything with it. We already talked about mostly the grace stuff. We did talk about that and about and about spiders like who's his mom. But there were also things like at the end, right before we get into the giant final battle, they go to Spider and they go, make sure your mask is on right. Meanwhile, Spider's been wearing a mask this entire movie. He knows how to wear a mask. And he's like, yeah, I know how to wear a mask. Blah. And I kept waiting. I feel like when he just mashes all those controls, they're like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Like, we're we're just straight fucked now. This kid just bashed these to hell. But (laughs) I like that. I mean, um, I don't like his uh, weird ass dreads, but I do enjoy that. He was just like, gonna bash this shit. And they're like, we can't fix it. He bashed it. It's so funny. But I uh, I kept waiting for moments like that to come back, and they just don't. Or like, Kate Winslet's pregnant throughout the whole thing, and I kept waiting for that to turn into something, and it just didn't. And and I guess, I mean, that's fine. This movie does a lot. But it just felt like there were a few really pointed things that then we just, oh, the huge one about Kiri, um, who gets diagnosed with epilepsy, and they're like, she can never touch the spirit tree again. I don't Not think it's epilepsy. Ever. They, I because uh, immaculate conception you i know. know i know and then you come back at the end and you're like maybe it wasn't epilepsy but the fact that they have they make this huge deal about the fact that she can't ever touch the spirit tree again and jake is like never that will ruin her and we don't ever come back to that i i thought for sure that she was gonna have to connect to the spirit tree to save no, that's her a family sequel. there's a sequel coming there's four sequels coming right which i had also forgotten about in that moment so three four five it could just be that these are foreshadowing movies to come but oh, it that, felt like that soccer definitely is. We were dropping a lot of hints, mostly about Kiri, to be fair, that don't get picked back up. And I think I just need to start thinking of this as a as a series and not as well, a yeah, singular J- movie. James Cameron said this is like a TV show. Which makes more sense when you think about it that way. But anyway, the that was my nitpicky part. I wanted just a few more of those offhand dialogue comments or the even the comment about the whale brains stop human aging in its tracks and with jake silly and we never come back to it again which again feels like something we're going to pick back up on but i don't know they felt bigger they felt like we should have i don't know started to wrap some of those things up and maybe because i don't know the full scope of things maybe i'm wrong and maybe when i come back after watching avatar 3 i'm going to be like how silly was i they did a perfect job of dropping in these hints early on whatever i I had a point to make but uh, i forgot what it was Great. So. Do you have any other spoilers you want to add in here? Uh, same movie list. Oh, yeah, I guess. Um, 
James Cameron was like, I'm the greatest feminist there ever was. Look at all my feminism. And I'm like, Natiri's barely in this. And Kate Winslet's whole role is like, I hate your wife. Natiri comes back at the end. Natiri. She doesn't do a lot. Um, uh, Space cock, one note villains. Weird, I liked her in the weird end. Weird dreads. But... Murder whale. We didn't talk about the murder whale at all. We did. That whale loves to murder. Yep. Kids suck. Because it's literally a killer whale. Water Jesus. Star Trek for it's more whale stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I've uh, exhausted this because this is gonna be a long ass fucking podcast. I can tell you that much. So let's move on from there. Uh, Avatar: The Way of Water. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Really solid. I very much enjoyed it. It is visually beautiful. If you can see it in a theater, please do because of that element. IMAX. I, not IMAX. That seems terrifying. You know what we're gonna go see an IMAX. Creed three. We're doing that motherfucker in IMAX. Where is there an IMAX? Scarborough. Movie. Good lord. We that's where we saw Doctor Strange, where we saw the first Doctor Strange. That was an I know. Was but that Scarborough? Sako. It's Sako. Okay, whatever. An well, hour and a half away, friends. Whatever. We're gonna watch Welcome to Maine. Oh, uh, we're we're gonna see Creed Three and IMAX. Okay. All right, we're moving on from there, because I just I guess I got I gotta do my brief piece on Black Adam. So whenever I have kids that I think are going to rant about something, I count them down and I give them 10 seconds to rant about it, and then we move on with our day. Okay. You want me to count you down for 10 seconds? Sure, I'll give you 10 seconds, and I don't need 10. I've already shared my opinion on this earlier. Oh, you, oh you're literally counting me down. This is with what your I hands. do. It's the worst thing that came out this year. I don't know what I said was my worst of the year last week, but this is it. Two seconds. Okay, great. You're just like my kids. I'm so proud of you. You talked really fast, and then you made it before I counted down to 10 with my fingers. Great. I hated this movie. So <laughs> This movie was the worst thing I've seen this year. It was so bad. Did you say you already talked about this in your podcast um, I, with Jared? Whenever people talk about like, oh, comic book movies or superhero stuff is like bad or cheesy or whatever the hell it is, like this movie is exemplifies all of those negative things. This movie is awful. It's a terrible, terrible movie. I am so happy I didn't spend a goddamn cent watching it in theaters, but I am very sad Other than our HBO Max subscription. I am very sad. That I lost two hours of my life watching this movie when I am on my deathbed, when I am surrounded by my loved ones and I am blinking out of this world, I am going to utter, I wish I hadn't watched Black Adam because that was a waste of two goddamn hours and then I will die and I will be sad. Okay. I kind of slept through part of it. It's, it just feels like it doesn't know what it wants to do. I did kind of like the other superheroes. I liked Pierce Brosnan. I oh yeah, that those one guys. line that he had that was funny. But overall, this movie did not quite feel like it knew what it wanted to do. I didn't really feel that connected to any of the characters. And should we ready to move on? I did not like the runners in this movie. I did like, oh, he, he doesn't, he's just gonna like blast through a door. Oh, the tell them the man in black sent you whatever any other runner was i feel like there were like 18 he of needs them. a catchphrase oh i guess that's part of it yeah it was all it was just it was bad like i didn't like the rock's performance like he's a charming charismatic dude like he has however made one of us cry while watching a movie sure wasn't me it was me yeah san andreas is also the movie I dear think, lord it was quite the monologue I look, look at my dead daughter Bleh. and then it was almost the end of the school year i was very tired and then mad max came on and you're like i'm gonna fall asleep because this movie's boring i'm like what's going on like this is the greatest thing i've ever seen in my life they drive in one direction in the desert and then they turn around and drive back oh that sounds like some of the avatar commentary like people are basic takes mm, except you were there with me at moment zero when i was watching this movie and going this is boring i don't like it 
You were there. You saw that I was not getting that take from the internet. That was my own take. And then I fell asleep. Uh, why isn't Hawkman dead? That's my question. To heck with this movie. Yep. I think that... Do you have anything else constructive to say about this movie? I don't feel like I have a lot of constructive things um, to say about it. You know, this movie is insanely boring because it has the Superman problem of he's just stronger than everyone. So, like, he gets confronted literally every second of this movie because this movie is nothing but an action sequence, but not in a fun way. Like, no one is as strong as him, so he just kills everyone, like, doesn't get a scratch, like, doesn't matter. Yeah. And, like, the whole Superman thing is, like, there, there's two kind of ways to take it. One is his humanity is, like, the thing. Like, he can't save everyone. That's kind of, like, Superman's thing. Like, when does this dude take a moment for himself? Like, when is he not, like, actively saving people? Like, that is a legitimate thing for Superman. Or... You just deal with the fact that, like, I, I know a lot of people uh, will dismiss Superman as, like, oh, he's, like, kind of like Black Adam in this movie. Like, you can't hit him. Like, yeah, you can. Like, Superman's not invulnerable. He's just really strong. So, you know, you get, you get something that can punch him in the mouth. That's out there. So, like, there's a lot of things to, like, deal with, like, how strong Superman is. And this movie never deals with that, really. It's just The Rock um, acting poorly. Like, The Rock is a very charismatic dude. Like, 100%. But this is not a role that offers uh, the opportunity for charisma. This is just, I'm going to be a grump at you. And like, I don't buy it for a second. Like he's not interesting as a grumpy man. I don't know any grumpy men. You you know what? You asked me not to curse in this and I am doing my, <laughs> I'm doing my best. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Yeah. I just had a really hard time connecting to this movie. <laughs> One of my notes is I hate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that literally that's all it says is I hate everyone. <laughs> I just had a hard time connecting to this movie. I think that, I think it suffered from a lot of issues. We've talked before, I don't know about, I'm sure you've talked about it on here, that The Rock was originally cast in this movie in 2007. 2007 is when I graduated from high school. That was a long time ago. And just the fact that it has taken this long to get made. It feels like this poor movie did not, it got made, which is impressive in its own right, based on the history that it had behind <laughs> I mean, the scenes. Really, is it? Yeah. I don't know anything else that somebody got casted in 2007 that finally got made in 2022. The thing about this movie, uh, as you said, it has been in development hell for years, and, like, uh, Dwayne Johnson has also, like, to be fair, like, this was never, like, this was one of the movies that was brought up. Like, he just kind of had a general development deal, and this was definitely one of them. He's like, I love The Rock, but he, or, I love Black Adam, but he also was like, I love being John Stewart. Hashtag Superman's a bitch or something. I thought you meant John Stewart, no. the actual <laughs> yeah. person, not. No, no. I was like, uh, what? Not the former host of The Daily Show now. Okay, cool. But like, he's, and to be fair, he's like, I, I love Black Adam. Here's the thing no one loved Black Adam. He was a third tier villain for a secondary hero. There was a Superman ripoff. Like, no one gave a shit about Black Adam ever. So like no no one cares. Like it it was never a thing. Did you did you read his post today on on Oh yeah, or he's like it's nope. Yeah, so it was covered earlier in the show, I believe. Okay, cool. Yeah, um this movie though, it's just an action scene and it was hacked down. Like it it's a two hour movie, which is a regular time. Please every movie be two hours. Unlike this podcast. Yes. Uh but uh this was so clearly Hacked to bits just to get it down to two hours. And I talked about this uh, with Jared earlier in the show. 
where he's there's this whole thing about like oh there's a there's a crown but we never really establish what the crown is like there is an element like but we never really establish what that element is and then it's like oh he and then someone gets it ishmael call me ishmael uh he gets it they're like oh we can't let him sit on the throne we can't let him sit on the throne I'm like why why can't he sit on the throne like we've never established like is it a symbolic thing like what the fuck's going on like why can't he sit on it like they never ever discuss it and then he finally sits on the throne and like he can never do it without telling us why and there's a fucking sky beam there's just a red sky beam sky beams are just like the easiest thing to point at for comic book movies for like this is why you're stupid this is why you're formulaic this is why you're dumb and bad and they just do it and it's insanely stupid it was an interesting contrast to avatar thinking about our previous conversation because avatar took a story that has been done many times over in many different ways and did a a good job of taking that story and not even really changing it too much, but but making it a solid version of that story. Whereas I admittedly kind of fell asleep in a couple parts of this movie, but I was very confused as to what was happening. And you are my human Wikipedia sitting next to me on the couch. And I couldn't even come up with the right questions to ask you to figure out why I was so confused about things like Shazam. But this isn't the Shazam movie. But where's Shazam? And why do we keep saying Shazam? Because he didn't want to be a part of that movie. And then he... Because he was supposed to be part of the first Shazam movie. And he said no. And they said, okay, well, about this. And he's like, great. Can Shazam be in it? No. Like, do you want to cameo in the next Shazam movie? No. Like, like, this movie's too serious to be silly. Like, it's just... It's awful. This is an... This is the worst fucking movie of the year. This is the pinnacle of why, if there's a critic of comic book movies, this is your example. This movie sucks. Like what about there's Ben Affleck's Daredevil. <laughs> uh, that movie sucks too. Okay, cool. It's a real bad. They're both real bad movies. So, in terms of see it in theaters, it's not really an option anymore. See it on HBO Max or um, just I don't know. Take a pass. Uh, watch Avatar, I guess is. Is your recommendation. <laughs> yeah. Great. Go watch Avatar. Mine too. Because um, Black Adam is awful. It's an awful movie. I like when we threw it on, I was like, when we put it on, I said, like, okay, like, I have no, like, I know that this movie is not continuing because we didn't even talk about the post credit sequence. How we not even talk about that? Um, hilarious. But I just think it's <laughs> odd that they didn't even try to pull it from the HBO Max version that we watched. Like, you, you it'd be so easy. <laughs> I mean, yes, but then people would just be like, wasn't there supposed to be a book? And then go on the internet, but whatever. But this, it's just bad. It's so, it's so unlikable. I don't like the, the Rock's performance. To be fair, I do like a lot of the actor performances. Uh, the guy who plays Adam Smasher, I think is uh, fun. I mean, Pierce Brosnan is always good. The guy who plays Hawkman is a lot of fun. Like, I don't give half a shit about like the mother son team. And like, you spent a weird amount of money for like two songs like why are you doing that smashing pumpkin song like it's not a good song and it's so weird and 90s and angsty and like why is there this kid just rolling around you love the 90s though i don't even like that song like it's just so overdone and then like i also love the rolling stones and i love the song panda black but fuck it's been overused so i guess our recommendation is go see avatar in theaters yeah not this uh black adam is uh terrible all right, we done with this? Yep. Did you want to talk about the podcast? We will talk about the podcast. This is much better than last night's recording. Great. Hey, I brought it up last week. There might be a new podcast coming down the the old tube. With me. Yeah, with you. With so, reading, because I love reading. Yeah, we're, we're doing, some book, doing some book shit. It's not just comics, although it will be a mix of comics as well. 
So what, what are we doing? But um, mostly books, because I like books. So I have uh, two shows I would like to do. One of them I have fully prepped, and there has been some resistance to that one. Yeah. But there's another one that I want to do that's all about the Dark Tower. Uh, my favorite book series of all time. Written by Stephen King, who is obviously also from Maine. My main man. Oh, that's not a good pun. And... <laughs> Uh, I've read one, I've read two books of the series. There's, it's a series and then there's also some comics and then there's also some related books. So. And a movie. Yeah. I forgot that that existed and hopefully forget again. So what's kind of funny about this is, so uh, Mike Flanagan has been announced that like he has the rights to the Dark Tower. He's going to try and sell it to someone. It has not been confirmed by anyone, but let's just assume that it's happening. We've been talking about this for, uh, quite a while before like the Flanagan news dropped. So the way the show is going to work is we are going to go through the entire Dark Tower book series. That is it- canon chronologically. You're Zach and I'm Emily. Yes. Uh, kind of like that other show we did. It will be to a point in a chronological order. The way it's going to work is we're going to kind of start from the beginning. And this is not going to be applicable to every book because this eventually died. Is um, We're going to start with like uh, Little Sisters of... Aluria, I think that's how you pronounce it. I gotta look it up. So we'll like start with that story, and then there's a comic adaptation of that. So we will tackle like that short story, then we'll tackle the adaptation of it. We'll move on to the gunslinger, deal with like the comics around that, kind of etc. Moving on, and there will also be talking about uh, the other books that connect to it, stuff like um, Insomnia, like Low Men in Yellow Coats, like stuff of that nature, and trying and build it in the stand. Yeah, the stand as well. I'll, that one, like, I, I was kind of going back and forth on the stand, but we, we're going to do the stand. And the way we're going to do it, it's not going to necessarily, like, so, like, we're not going to spend the exact same amount of time on, like, uh, Little Sisters as we would, like, spend on the stand. Like, the stand will probably be broken up into, like, four episodes because it's a long-ass book. And um, there, I will also throw out, like, stuff like the stand, which I... I think that had like a comic adaptation. Like we're not touched. We're not going to touch the adaptation of that. And we're not going to touch the adaptations plural of the stand. Like you know, just keep it Dark Tower focused and like stuff. And keep it text focused mostly. Yeah. Except for the Dark Tower movie because it, it's so Dark Tower. I hate that movie. Um, <laughs> I know. But that will be uh, before the show comes out. That will be roughly six sixty plus episodes when it all gets kind of broken down like i've written a uh rough outline for what that show is but that's kind of what we're looking at so um the the other side of this so we are going to be doing this and we're going to be starting it sooner rather than later uh would you like to say why we're not starting it before january even because though there's only a few couple Christmas. days Duh. Because you've been And re- because been re- I ordered a fancy notebook so that I can take notes on things. Well, you- Duh. <laughs> so <laughs> you- I'm waiting for my notebook and Christmas. So you've read... Um, my mul- notebook is in Canada still. You've read multiple Christmas books this month. And I was like, why aren't you reading this book that I tossed your way? And you're like, because it's Christmas. <laughs> you get all of October. <laughs> so I get all of December. It's true. So the way this is going to work is we are going to be, I'm going to, you know, fully be editing these. We're going to be prepping them, but we probably won't be releasing them until roughly the summer. Although. Because they're long and because I mostly, you've read everything, but I have not read hardly anything and I need time to read it and digest it well and do it the right way. I'm going to redo it myself. And Uh, also I have school and things and you have well, life so the, the reality is is um when we did the buffy back as you've been together 
we pre-recorded 10 episodes to like, hey, let's build a buffer, a buffer on Buffy. And uh, that basically <laughs> went away immediately. So we're probably going to do... Like, to be fair, I have fewer jobs now than I did then. And you also have a your home more in a good way. Sorry. What were you saying? So we did 10 episodes of that ahead of time and that uh, got eaten up immediately. So we're probably going to do closer to like 15 to 20 episodes prepped before we actually release it. So that being said, like if you are interested in getting those episodes early, and I would like to very much emphasize this, there is not a specific release schedule. That I mean, that's going to be like the point of like when we start releasing it, like on a week to week basis, there will be a specific release schedule. But before that, if you want to snag them, and this will be months in advance, uh, we will put them out on Patreon as they are completed. So there will probably be 20 episodes on Patreon before we actually start releasing them on a regular basis to the general public. So if you want to get those, and I will, I'll definitely announce it on uh, the show, like if you want them, like they will be there, but without any, I mean, kind of the, like part of like podcasts. One-on-one. Is like you release stuff with regularity. So like when I drop them on Patreon, that is not based on any kind of regularity. That's just going to be based on like when we, when we finish them, I'll edit them and I'll put them out. But, you know, so we will have a good amount of stuff before it gets released to the world. And that will kind of continue as we do them. So, you know, if you want to get them early, buck a month yep. and you'll get a whole uh, separate show. Are you going to, this is a question that I could have asked you off air, but I'm asking you right now. Are you going to release the order of things that we're reading if people want to read along with us? I wasn't planning on it because I don't, well, I mean, I, I only have a draft, like, because I got to break it I guess it, it would be easier to do once we already have things recorded, and then you can be like, next week is this. Read up, friends. Uh, in, in my mind, I don't think it's a big... Sp- I, I, I guess we can, but I don't know. I hadn't thought about it. I don't know. I was just thinking about, uh, like, my Gilmore Guys podcast, where I, I enjoyed watching an episode and then listening to them talk about that episode directly after. So just giving people, if they want the chance to read along with us... Like well, a read along, like reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. So, yeah, I mean, Little Sisters is up first, definitely. And then the comic adaptation of that is the next one. And then The Gunslinger and then those comics. I don't know. I I, I have a... Oh, we, we can. We, we we can definitely say... It I the, guess... Like, at the, like, in next episode, we'll be doing, you know, the first like four, 400 Like, James pages. Bond will return in, but... Yeah, like... Yeah. We'll return in. <laughs> uh, we're doing the first 400 pages of Insomnia like a syllabus in the next episode that's so satisfying i like school i don't know so i guess that's that um so we have i mean i brought it up last week and now you have officially committed to it here i had already officially committed to it a long time ago i know it's so funny that the flanagan news dropped like when we were like it's time to tell the world and then like the flanagan news happened and like i remember i texted you like the day like that came out like flanagan five seasons two movies and you came home and i just started like chanting podcast 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 Meanwhile, dear listener, I had already agreed to this weeks ahead of time, so whatever. Um, Just chanting like a maniac. Yeah, so we're excited. So listen up, give us feedback if any of this sounds interesting to you or if you want something to read along with us. And please join our Patreon. Slash, it's also this Patreon, so I guess you get extra things. Our Patreon was doing decent when we were doing the Buffy Backstreet, and like people were signing up for that. Then when that and if you have any good name ideas, we don't have a good name idea. That's true. Um, especially crowdsource this. Yeah, I don't have a good title for this yet because um, you didn't like any of my alliterative names. 
Well, compared to like when we did Buffy, uh, we are not the first people to do a Dark Tower related podcast. I, although I don't know if anyone's doing it in the same format that I'm planning. I didn't really look that hard. And also I don't want to look that hard because I don't want to be influenced by anything. Yep, totally. Yeah, I don't have a good name yet. Like I I love the name like Editor's Note Comics and I love like the name Buffy Back Issue. And like those are names like I was I was so pleased with. I think I did a good job of naming those and I do not have a name for this Dark Tower endeavor <laughs> i fucking i got nothing yeah and also um i think i'm gonna be spending some money on the intro so tower of terror this is also an off-air conversation <laughs> anyway kids love to have you listen to us all right coming up next it's time for letters to the editors i guess back to jared all bye right. bye kids now for my favorite part of the show what did i say talk to the audience oh god this is always death Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Well, so glad to have you uh, be a part of that where I... Achoo. Achoo. Those were the worst sneezes I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, that is... um. He is just treating that... Yeah, well, you and Emily were talking about Avatar and Black Adam. I found that picture for you to look at. Yes, that is... Uh, he's... Um, it's a golden phallus. He, he is boning that glove. Good for him. I love the, the picture of the guy in the background. It's just like, nope. Oh. Hey, if you want to ask us your own questions, you can. We got an email account. Yes, it's editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. Indeed it is. That's where you write in if you want to get your questions answered. You can ask, they get answered. So this week, pretty straightforward, what is your most anticipated movie for 2023? Ooh, what is my most anticipated? We talk about this. It's probably going to be Indiana Jones. That's my most anticipated movie, yeah, I think. Now I feel like I have to make a different choice. Oh, sorry. Um, if it wasn't Indiana Jones, I would say Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, that's also going to be a good one. But I beat you to the Indiana Jones one, so I win. Guardians 3 is also right up there. That's also going to be a good movie. I mean, all these are hopeful. Like, you hope they're going to be good. But, like, I, I don't have reason to doubt. When is uh, Furiosa coming out? Is I don't that know. 2024? I got to look up that date now. Oh, 2024. There we go. So not this year. Oh, there's a new Wonka movie coming out in 2023. Yeah, don't care. Okay. <laughs> don't, just... don't care about timothy chalamet as wonka oh dune part two yeah that'll be fun. it's certainly not like i i mean i i like dune i like denny villeneuve are you not interested in fast and the furious 10 i've only seen one of them and i will not be catching up oppenheimer also coming out oh yeah we didn't talk about that no we didn't yeah, yeah uh, that trailer happened um Christopher Nolan, like, he's such an impressive director to me because literally, I was looking at his IMDb, I have not enjoyed a movie he's done in the last 10 years. But every time he does something, I'm like, can't wait to see it. You're not anticip- You're not chomping at the bit to watch the Mario Brothers movie? Um, No. The Marvels, also part of 2023. Yeah, I mean, what is, what's Nolan done in the last 10 years? The Expendables 4? Yeah, that's happening. What? Let's go! Things I didn't know. Yeah, so I mean, the last 10 years, what, like... Nolan did uh, Interstellar, which I actively hated. John Wick also coming out. I liked Interstellar. I can't remember which John Wick movie is which. Like they all just bleed together. Yes. To me. they all feel like the same thing. Yeah. Um, no, I, I fucking hated Interstellar. I know what you're looking forward to the most. It's not Ant Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania in February. No, no, it's February 10th. You're gonna be buying your tickets now for Magic Mike's Last Dance. Never seen them. Creed three also coming out next year, so you oh, got that. that's definitely that's like a top five movie for me. Definitely, uh, there was a trailer for that this week that we didn't talk about because it was mostly about Michael B. Jordan. Be like, this is the first movie filmed in IMAX or first sports movie filmed in IMAX. There is also, by the way, irony as the show sometimes cycles back on itself. Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves comes out in twenty twenty three. Yeah, I don't care. 
Okay, fine. As I continue to look at I didn't like Tenet. I didn't like Dunkirk. The fifth Evil Evil Dead movie will be out. Yeah, we'll see what that is. It, it's, I'm not super hyped for it, but I'll probably check it out. Okay. Uh, I, I say as someone who's literally watched every episode of Evil Dead, watched every movie. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably see it. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr. starring in The Exorcist in October next year. Craven the Hunter also. Fuck no. What, Craven the Hunter? Don't care. Okay. What about Barbie? Barbie comes out next year. That? That had a teaser trailer. It did. I was confused by that teaser. I'm like, what? What's the Venn diagram of people who are fans of 2001 and Barbie? Like, how many people are getting this? That's probably a very thin slice of Venn diagram. But I like that they went there. Yeah, it was it was weird. But I was like, cool. how many people are getting this? <laughs> like, I, I truly don't know. Mm, fair enough. I mean, it, that movie could be great. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of my, great. That's my hope for every movie. Please be good. Please be good. That's, that's all I want. Even the ones you know aren't going to be good. You're like, please, please Cra- don't suck. Craven the Hunter. Yeah, there you go. All right. I think we just listed every movie that's coming out in 2023. Um, I th- yeah, I think. Yeah. So probably my biggies would be, even though this is supposed to be one, um, Indiana Jones across the Spider-Verse Creed 3. I would agree with those. I'm also interested in the Guardians Also, also Guardians. Yeah, Guardians. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's just do top five at this point. Okay. So we've, now we've added a fourth one. Uh, fifth one, I kind of I don't know you. You're not a big you didn't fucking like, Ant Man. <laughs> I'm gonna say Oppenheimer because I like history. I just like I literally just like like I have not enjoyed a Christopher Nolan movie in the last ten years, but I think he is just so unique and interesting. Like no, you like Dunkirk. Dunkirk didn't do much for me. I don't. I saw it once, but you didn't hate it. You're like you I thought it was interesting. I it's true. I did not hate it, but it just. It wasn't, it didn't leave an impact, I guess is the okay. way to put it. There you go. Like, I, I did not like Tenet. I did not like Interstellar. <laughs> Dunkirk. Kind of... I haven't seen Tenet. Interstellar, I enjoyed. I, oh my God, I was like doing backflips. I was so mad at that movie. Interstellar? <laughs> I, I hated it. I did not like that movie. <sighs> what? Did you not like the Murph! time? To... Did you not like? Murph! Okay, that's Murph! enough. Murph! It's right. all about love, Murph. It's the power of love over time, Murph. All right, that's enough out of you. If you enjoyed the show, <laughs> thank you. I li- didn't like that movie. <laughs> thank you for all your support, Patreons, throughout 2022. We hope that you continue in 2023. And if you haven't hopped on to be a Patreon subscriber, that'd be a great way to start the new year. In fact, that should be your New Year's resolution is to be a Patreon subscriber. Dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it. Plus, next year, a new podcast coming out on the network. Yeah, you might uh, be hearing about that. You uh, might. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, you'll get access to that as well. A dollar a month plus some other cool stuff behind the paywall. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics and sign up over there. You can also uh, contact the show, editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. The best Christmas gift you could give after being a Patreon subscriber, rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. We'd really appreciate that. Do it, you cowards. And you can also find Zach on the uh, on the Twitters. Just uh Twitter them up at Editor's Note Comics. Yeah, you're there too, doing something, I guess. At Junior Rich, usually bitching about the Patriots. All right, uh, we're off next week because it's it's our holiday break. It is our holiday Look, break. We are, we're here for you every week of the year except for one. I'm here most weeks of the year. <laughs> so just take that one week. We'll be back in the new year. I have no idea what the topic is. I haven't thought about it yet. Well, that's ne- you have all, you have it until next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, we, you know, have. It's not prevalent yet, so who, no, who, who knows what we're doing. But we'll be back first week of the year for another year of this. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, thanks for coming out. We'll be back. Bye.